0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of DTV, the digital transformation channel. My name is Layla Medeiros, and I'm the CMO of InfoStretch, and we are very excited today to bring you Joe Colantonio. Bienvenuti. Uh, <laughs> Joe is the automation testing founder at Test Talks. Uh, Joe, welcome to DTV.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've been watching your channel for a little bit, and I really enjoyed it. So this is an honor to be on the show.
0: Great. Excellent. So uh, everybody, Joe loves software automation. And in fact, uh, um, he goes so far as to call it fun. So we are going to learn a little bit more about that. But uh, first, Joe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, Test Talks?
1: Sure. So I've been an automation engineer for almost 20 years now. I got started uh, in an insurance company doing performance testing, and then starting off with automation using vendor tools like uh, Quick Test Professional and WinRunner, and then slowly made my way over to open source technologies. Uh, I really got into uh, automation just because uh, I just find you're consistently learning, and if you do it right, you can really add value to your organization because a lot of the repetitive tasks that people don't like doing can be automated, and it's almost like magic that you can actually take that create it once and run it over and over again and get value over and over again. Um, I started right. my podcast maybe uh, four years ago, dedicated to automation as a way to just reach out to the community and get to speak with some awesome thought leaders in the space to keep myself up to speed when what's going on in the industry. So it's been a great, great value in getting insight into what's hot and what people are struggling with within testing and software development.
0: Right and and um I read you know some of your your blogs and your articles and you you've said that often um test automation is difficult and in many cases uh you know uh, most projects don't succeed so I'm interested to learn uh as to why you think often it fails or what are some of the root causes
1: So I think uh automation a lot of times it gets a bad rap and the reason why I think it does is that there are a lot of misconceptions of what automation is and how it can help an organization. Right. A lot of people don't treat it like software development. And so that's one of the main issues I've seen is they treat it just as if it's going to be um, a one-off type deal where you just automate uh, a workflow and then you just run it over and over again and never have to do any sort of maintenance. And the problem is they don't treat it like a software development project where You know, you really have to take into consideration maintenance over time. It is code, so you need to use all the best practices that any software development process would use. And if you don't do that, the problem is your tests become brittle and hard to maintain because people aren't treating it like they would any other software development process or or project. And that becomes an issue over time for sure.
0: When it comes to uh, software, we're seeing a lot of companies Um, kind of evolving from that, you know, uh, that big kind of testing initiative uh, with relation to the waterfall uh, projects and moving to Agile, which really fundamentally means that it's more um, specific teams that may be related to the functionalities uh, of the the product that they're trying to launch. Um, And they're dealing with a variety of new factors, like time to market is much more aggressive right now, and so on and so forth. So I I guess my question is um, twofold. One is also how how, how do you you know how, how have you seen that evolving, and and more specifically um, these. Organizations, mainly the large ones, are they are they still working with sort of a one one shop fits all type of large vendor, or are they looking at kind of pure play or uh, specific types of vendors that are best of breed to address this this these growing needs and and sort of the the, the di- diversification of needs as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Uh, just in my experience, I know I work for a very large company and uh, they're very traditional, very large, large, large company. And they are trying to follow what they think are agile best practices. And for some reason, when someone has agile DevOps, they just automatically think open source technologies. Right. So this company used to work on a vendor, uh, vendor software, and, for, and then they they transformed over to using open source when they made the move from waterfall to agile. So this could be a, a good thing and a bad thing. But I think the problem is a lot of times these larger companies are just trying to follow what maybe a Google or Facebook is doing. And that doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. And that causes issues. So even though you're agile, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to use open source technologies. Right. I think a, a lot of people are missing the benefit of having a vendor that has years and years of experience on how to implement software all the way through the software development life cycle uh, rather than just put it all on the team that not only do you need to develop software now quicker and faster, in Agile, but you also need to automate, and a lot of these these uh, resources don't even know how to automate or do testing. And just jumping into an open source tool without that type of guidance uh, is an issue. So, uh, I see it both ways. I see most companies uh, um, adopting open source technologies, and that's mm-hmm. great. But I think a lot of them are missing out on that that guidance that they could get from using a vendor based uh, technology.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've been in this space for like almost two decades now. Um, so you talked a little bit about how you're seeing open source becoming more uh, mainstream potentially. Are, are, there, are there other trends that you're seeing? I mean, one of, one of the things that we're observing a lot is in, in automation is everything is becoming sort of a bot. Um, and so, what, what are some of the, the things that you're also forecasting potentially in the next few years?
1: Absolutely. Uh, So I know it's a buzzword, AI based uh, automation, but uh, over the last uh, last year and this year, I've spoken to more and more vendors about uh, their solutions and also tried a few of the solutions. And I think it really is going to come to a point now where it's not necessarily going to replace testing, but the technology is going to help you automate things that have been traditionally problem to automate in the past. For example, doing maintenance of automation has been a big hindrance for most companies where a uh, script will run a few times and it will stop failing. And so a mm-hmm. team needs to go in and maintain it and modify it to get it to work again. Using these AI-based technologies with machine learning, mm-hmm. I see a lot of these uh, trends coming in where it can almost autocorrect during runtime to save the team time with with their automation on that end. So mm-hmm. definitely AI base is is a huge uh, a huge trend. I see even more going on in the new year. Another one is I think more diversification in mm-hmm. uh, automation. A lot of right. times people hear automation, that they go oh, Selenium, right, and that right. that's great. But I've been hearing more and more about more uh, developer centric tools like Cypress or Jest. So. Uh, the more developers I speak to, a lot of times they don't like using Selenium for whatever reason. Right. Uh, they'd rather use a tool that's more closer to uh, what they're used to, maybe JavaScript. So these tools like Cypress or Jest that are more closely tied into the way developers develop software, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing bigger adoption with as well. So I guess every stage of the software development lifecycle, I'm seeing uh, more diversification of automation and more technologies and and more companies investing in in solutions at at each of these stages. So I think it's a good time to be into software development and automation and testing for sure, just because right. of these technologies.
0: I'm curious if there is, do you, if you see a faster uptake of digital transformation within any particular type of organization, business model, vertical market, or market sector, or type of company. Um, you know, are digital first obviously going to be much more successful because they're more advanced just from the start.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, I think, for for example, healthcare. Uh, A lot of companies that are involved in healthcare right now are usually older legacy companies, right? They have these solutions that have been around 20, 30 years. I know a company that people are still using the green screen because it helps them do their workflow already. But I think as government gets more involved with healthcare and the accountability care where you need to stop measuring how well a patient is doing along their their treatment, that... Uh, using uh, tools for digital disruption, for looking at analytics, uh, using uh, machine learning to find out how exactly is this treatment and how does it measure what the uh, patient's uh, recovery is going to be more and more uh, an advantage to newer companies entering, entering the space if they can leverage that. So yeah. I definitely see healthcare as easily being uh, disruptive uh, with a newer technology or a company just entering in because they don't have to deal with those all these legacy type applications where you have to yeah. th- try to figure out how do I... Use this older technology to communicate with this 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 newer technology. Um, what I've seen is, kind of sounds kind of odd, but food, the food sector, like uh, restaurants, and uh, with Whole Foods acquiring, um, with Amazon acquiring, acquiring Whole, Whole Foods, Foods, yeah, I think they're going to use their digital background to to really make that more of a digital type workflow. And once they get that working in that little model with uh, Whole Foods, I can see them really disrupting the grocery food space and the way food is delivered and uh, food, you know, definitely is ripe for disruption there as well, I think.
0: This was very helpful. Is there anything in particular that you feel would be important to convey to some of our audience, which are you know, primarily developers and, um, you know, technology specialists uh, working in this space and dealing with testing and uh, and DevOps.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think you can succeed with modern software development without automation. And the reason right. why is that, you know, we have to deliver software faster and quicker into the hands of our customers. And our customers' ac- expectations are, when they get that, that it's going to work and that yeah. they're, they're, it's not going to be as buggy as it used to be and especially with apps and things that in the market quicker and sooner if a customer downloads an app and they try it out and it's buggy mm-hmm. they're going to delete it and never use it again so it really is a driver for not only your company but your company being profitable and you getting paid to do your job as a software developer or tester so it really is something that everyone needs to be uh, invested in
0: Okay well that was that was great thank you so much Joe uh, for your time today and uh, this concludes this episode of DTV everybody thank you for joining and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time and if you're passionate about digital transformation and would like to come to our show we would love to have you on please email us at dtv at we look forward to seeing you